episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bendrick. Today, we're going to be talking about a bit of a sensitive yet really necessary topic to be aware of. And this is the topic of domestic abuse and being aware of the red flags associated with this type of behavior. One of the most common misconceptions when it comes to domestic abuse is that it is only physical in nature and that it is violent and very overt and it's obvious that it's taking place. But unfortunately, that's not at all accurate to what domestic abuse is. And domestic abuse very commonly includes a lot more covert behaviors, which includes manipulation and gaslighting control. So today we're going to talk through four different red flags to be aware of potentially if you're experiencing domestic abuse within your relationship. It's also important to note that with the covert abuse especially, this tends to happen with maybe one or both partners. This is not always about it being particularly one partner always being the abuser and the other always being the abusee, but sometimes with the more manipulation, verbal, mental, psychological abuse, this can go back and forth with who is abusing who in this type of situation. Either way, it is toxic, unhealthy, and not something to be a part of. So the first red flag is physical or verbal aggression. And so physical aggression being hitting, kicking, pushing, shoving. And this is not just you to the partner, but this can also be to animals or punching holes in walls, other objects around them. This can also include throwing items, damaging property, Anything that is big and explosive and that's creating harm, whether to a person, a thing, or an animal. Verbal abuse can be seen as yelling, screaming, cussing, mocking. We also see this take place with name-calling, taunting, so provoking the other person. Those would fall under more of the category of the verbal abuse. All of those, in spite of them not creating physical harm, are still abusive in nature. A second red flag would be attempts to control someone's behavior. So this could be attempts to control how somebody spends their money, where they spend their time, who they spend time with. It can have to do with the career that they have, whether they work outside of the home or what job they have, who they're allowed to socialize with. And what's interesting about the controlling aspect of abuse is that when it gets so far gone, a lot of people say, but how did you not see it happening? But with control, it usually starts a lot more subtle. And so what happens is this usually starts out with more of suggestion. This is maybe complaining or saying, hey, I would really like it if you just stay in with me tonight. And so it sounds a lot more covert and subtle. And then over time turns into demands. The third concern would be embarrassing you, humiliating you, putting you down, especially in public settings. And so this also falls into the category of control because usually when one partner publicly humiliates another partner, and also keeping in mind, it doesn't have to be public. This can be with just the two of you in the room 
things are said to criticize you, to make fun of you, to make you feel silly. These are also bids at control because if you can be made to feel stupid, you feel less than, you're more likely to seek approval and acceptance from this person and so likely to engage in behaviors that they're wanting you to engage in. The other difficult part about this red flag is that it's often met with manipulation where the abuser might say things like, oh, you're so sensitive. Why, why do you take everything so seriously? Calm down. And so then make you feel stupid for feeling stupid. Thus, that cycle continues and you get wrapped up in wanting to please and get approval and esteem from somebody that has no intention of providing it. And the fourth red flag would be blaming you for their abusive behaviors. We see this take place in the form of deflecting. So maybe you express that you're upset about something and they quickly turn it around to what you did to cause their behavior. This could be justifying where they make up excuses on, well, you know that I suffer from depression, so that's why I'm acting this way. Or you know my boss was really hard on me today, so that's why I'm acting this way. Those are all justifications for inappropriate behaviors. Another example would be minimizing your experience. And so again, going back to the part of humiliating you, making it feel like you're making a bigger deal than it really is. And gaslighting would be another component of this where you are basically told that your experience is not accurate and that what, you, what happened to you, what you felt, what you heard didn't actually take place. Thus, we call that crazy making behavior where you start to really question your own reality. So there are various ways to get support if any of these things sound familiar to you. And what I usually suggest for people first and foremost is to seek out a trusted friend or family member to talk through these behaviors, throw it off a neutral third party and get their perception on, hey, you know, what is your take on what's going on here? From there, it's really helpful to also seek professional help. A professional can help you see some of these more nuanced behaviors that are a lot harder to catch. And then you can also seek national or local support. So there is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233, or you can text START to 88788. And this is a really valuable resource for seeking support. If you're unsure of where to turn, maybe you don't have a trusted friend or family member, or maybe also you're just confused on more of the covert behaviors, and it's hard for you to identify if it's abuse or not. This would be a great source to seek that out, to learn more about it. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.